Welcome to our Macro Monthly, a production of Eurozen SLJ Capital, which outlines the overview for July 2022 and has been recorded for professional investors. Whereas June had seen market fears transitioning from inflation to growth, in July, the intensifying concerns about a hard landing in the US were mitigated. First, by the consistent string of solid corporate earnings reports for Q2, and second, by a Federal Open Market Committee that did not push back on market expectations of a moderation in the pace of policy tightening. As a result, and combined with the softening in global commodity prices over recent months, short-end yields retreated, led by the long end, in the second half of July, allowing the USD index to come off by some 2.5% from its 20-year high in July, a move which had seen euro-dollar trade at parity for the first time since 2002. While the focus in the US remained centered on the Fed, other regions continued to face a very diverse set of challenges. In Europe, the collapse of the Draghi government around mid-July, coupled with the cutoff in Russian gas supplies via Nord Stream 1, added a layer of complexity to the European Central Bank's reaction function. Though the European Central Bank's first rate hike in over a decade and its new program to contain fragmentation were well received by the market, downside risks to growth in the coming quarters remain palpable. Meanwhile, China has continued to manage a very different set of constraints. The rebound in the macro data, following the reopening of Shanghai early June, continued to support expectations of an acceleration in growth throughout Q4. Furthermore, as the Politburo meeting approached, throughout July, the expectations were that Beijing would remain committed to a supportive, albeit targeted, rather than a restrictive policy, particularly with regards to the property sector. In sum, the prospect of an accelerating China and of a benign soft landing in the US provided a less ominous backdrop for markets. Lower US yields and a less strong dollar in the second half of July saw US equities bouncing 10% off the intramonth lows, and with the Nasdaq rallying as much as 13%. Emerging markets benefited from this more sanguine risk backdrop recovering from most of the losses against the USD, and closing the month with positive returns against the euro. As we look ahead, into August, there is a spread of expectations for the trajectory of the global economy and financial market performances, ranging from bearish to very bearish. Our own view is more optimistic. We think that, over time, much of the inflation plaguing the world will eventually turn out to be a transitory, for example driven by supply-side factors that are not permanent and are beyond the control of central banks, and will most likely not contaminate long-run inflation expectations. The post-pandemic world has created a very unique macro setting, and we expect global supply to eventually start to normalize, starting with workers in the US and broader developed markets. This backdrop can create an environment where inflation can recede, even in the absence of a hard landing. We group our key thoughts on the global economy and markets into four broad topics below. Topic 1. Supply-side adjustment will gradually weigh on global inflation. The angst about inflation remains entrenched, with many still pointing to similarities with the 1970s. We note, however, that the pandemic has had a unique impact on this business cycle. The world's current output gap is likely to be very substantial and the inflationary pressures the world is experiencing reflect a collapse in aggregate supply, rather than unsustainably strong aggregate demand. This narrative is true for both advanced economies and emerging market economies. If this assessment is correct, 
then the gradual recovery of global supply chains. International shipping logistics and worker behavior ought to continue to lead to an abatement in the price pressures we have seen since the economic reopening. Why should the global supply chain and global shipping logistics never recover? Or workers in the West never to return to work? This, we believe, is the key question. Because the assumption of a permanent destruction in aggregate supply would be a prerequisite for an outlook where inflation is high persistently. In our view, the real output gap for the advanced economies may be as large as 3.5% of GDP. The center of gravity for the global economy is above where we are now, not below it. All of this means that the US has a good chance of experiencing a soft landing. Topic 2 China will likely recover swiftly in H2. Much is happening in China and none of it has anything to do with the issues that plague the rest of the world. China has experienced no inflation, and much of its slowdown has been policy induced. However, in engineering and acceleration in H2, policymakers have been acutely aware of the implications for the property sector avoiding measures that could either rekindle or implode the housing bubble. China's awkward and ambiguous policies are largely a result of their self-contradictory attempt to hold the housing bubble steady. This is why monetary stimulus will be tepid and directed, and fiscal stimulus will be confined mainly to soft infrastructure spending. The Politburo meeting in the last week of July confirmed this view, that the government will be supportive rather than restrictive, but such support will be measured. While 5.5% growth for the year is no longer possible, 5.5% is probable for H2. Topic 3. The dollar to peak. The market has fully priced in what the Federal Open Market Committee wants us to believe. But the peak FFR is now followed by rate cuts in 2024. We believe this concave curve for the FFR is probably right. This in turn also means that the dollar should broadly follow the US yields and carve out a top, which would be a gentle turning because the Fed will not be in a hurry to cut rates. Euro dollar at around parity and cable at 1.20 are quite cheap levels, as is the Japanese yen at 130. Also, we note that calls for a collapse in the renminbi have fallen silent. In our view, a strong dollar was nature's way to vent high inflation in the US out to the rest of the world i.e., exporting inflation from the US. Just as a weak dollar is nature's way to rebalance trade when the US external deficit is excessive. So, when US inflation starts to fall below that of Europe, the valve will close or reverse to re-equilibrate the macro imbalances in the world. Theme 4. A much more sanguine H2, compared to H1. US real GDP may have contracted in Q1 and Q2 but nominal GDP growth was very robust. Equity prices should be determined by nominal GDP not real GDP. In our view, because earnings are derived by the former not the latter. As long as a company has pricing power, it should be a good inflation hedge and earnings should remain meaningfully positive even if there is a technical recession. During this recent earnings season, we are, again, reminded of this fact as bearish equity analysts calling for a collapse in nominal earnings when real GDP soft lands are contradicted by the earnings releases. For H2, we see higher US and global equities. And lower yields. The recent market movements are very much in line with our own expectation of a benign resolution of the convoluted global configuration. Thank you for joining us for Eurozone SLJ's Macro Monthly. 
Further insights are available on our website urizonsljcapital.com forward slash insights. Don't forget to subscribe in order to receive insights, delivered to your inbox. This recording is directed at professional investors only and is not intended for, and should not be relied upon by, other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives. The value of investments and any income generated may go down as well as up and may be affected by fluctuations in markets and exchange rates. Past performance is not necessarily a guide to future performance. Content contained in this recording may not be reproduced, further distributed or published without prior written permission from Euros and SLJ Capital. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. Information, data and views were accurate as at the time of writing.